Welcome back, folks, to your favorite game show, All the Small Things, with special guests Isaac and Albert. We have a lot of interesting topics today, such as additive manufacturing, micromechanical surgery, chemical analytics, and most importantly, MEMS and microfluidic devices. Let's meet the contestants. Hi, everyone. I'm Isaac from Coltersworth, United Kingdom, and I am very excited to be here today. And I'm Albert from Ulm, Germany, and I'm ready to demonstrate my knowledge. All right, let's get started. Isaac, pick your category. Tesla, I'm not quite familiar with these topics. They're a little ahead of my time. But I'm going to go with MEMS and microfluidic devices for $100. That is an excellent choice, Isaac. Ready for your question? Here it comes. How do microfluidics work, and what is the future use of this method? Congratulations, Albert. You've buzzed in first. I'm not positive, Tesla, but I'm going to say microfluidic devices are in the dimensions of microns and produce a small device that is not as precise as we'd like it to be, and a future use is pneumatic fabrication. Oh, I'm sorry. That answer's incorrect. The answer we were looking for was that a microfluidic device is a very, very small system. It works based on a pressure drop occurring across a system of channels that are in the scale of nanometers. These channels are set in PDMS, which is a highly purified variant of bathroom caulk. These devices are sequenced to take the chemical properties of liquids and the electrical properties of semiconductors and to then produce a system that is very precise in determining chemical factors on a very small level with the help of variances in electrical pulses depending on the nature of a chemical component on this sub-micro level. Some of the future processes are chemical processing, such as disease detections in very small amounts of biofluid, nanotechnology, such as self-repair and self-healing coatings, hydraulic actuation, such as found on the AFM and STM, power generation, such as nanonuclear reactors for use in batteries, and heat transfer. And now, Isaac, back to you. Tesla, I'm going to go with MEMS for $400. Excellent choice! Now for your question. Name two applications of MEMS technology being used today. Isaac, you are quickest on the buzzer. It is your turn. Oh man, that is a tough one, Tesla. I'm going to say medical use and transportation. That is correct. Microelectromechanical systems play a key role in many important areas. For example, transportation, communication, automated manufacturing, environmental monitoring, healthcare, defense systems, and another wide range of consumer products. MEMS are inherently small, thus offering attractive characteristics such as reduced size, weight, and power dissipation. They also offer improved speed and precision compared to their macroscopic counterparts. Photolithography and soft lithography are also two very important manufacturing techniques that utilize this process. Now, Albert, it's your turn. MEMS for $300! Golly gee willikers, MEMS is a popular choice today. So why is MEMS such an attractive application in today's world? Ready when you are, Albert. I'm going to say that MEMS are such an attractive application in today's world because their small size makes them so desirable. And you would be correct. The small size of MEMS is attractive for many applications because feature sizes are typically as small as 100 nanometers or less. Hence, for optical applications, features may be made with the size on the order of the wavelength of light. Their small size also allows applications to be developed which would otherwise be impossible. For instance, 
MEMS fabrication technologies allow parallel fabrication of thousands of systems by leveraging the parallel fabrication techniques of the integrated circuit industry. And now, back to you, Albert. Of course I would like MEMS for $500. Okay, but be warned, this is a tricky one. You have to name three disadvantages of MEMS technology. Alright, Albert. Trick question! There are no disadvantages to MEMS because it's so awesome! Ooh, that is incorrect, Albert, and we are all dumber for having listened to that answer. I bid you good day. But for any of our viewers out there that are curious to the correct answer, unfortunately there are some disadvantages. Surface forces such as adhesion and friction may dominate over other forces in the system, leading to the failure of the device. In addition, packaging of MEMS components has often presented a challenge because each device must be packaged in a way that keeps the components clean and free from contamination while also allowing mechanical motion and, in many cases, interaction with the environment. Finally, while parallel fabrication techniques can reduce the manufacturing cost of many units, MEMS development may be more costly because few units are produced at a time using complex and expensive fabrication equipment. Man, that was going to be my second guess! Unfortunately, that ends the category of MEMS, and we were due for a commercial break. The score is left at Isaac $400 and Albert $300. Stick around and we'll be back in a flash.